correctly with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Okay. So room five. Room five, five has a single double bed and it's, you know, relatively nice. Polished wooden floorboards, mm. nice well cleaned white plaster walls, dark wooden ceiling, c- ceiling boards and so forth. Ooh. A small chandelier in the room as it is quite large. You sit at a round wooden table that has been set up at the foot of the bed. You are awaiting for the doppelgangers to arrive. There are windows. There are there is a window which leads out to a small wooden balcony. It is shuttered and the curtains are drawn. Cool. The only light inside is coming from the ever bright fires that are burning on the chandelier above you. It's a cozy setup. It's not you know like a interrogation room, although it is, of course. It's not one hundred percent interrogation. It doesn't it look like one. Yes. It's the best kind. The best. Oh the best God. kind. So the door opens and unsurprisingly, Bonnie walks in. May I ask who, if anyone, is going to be uh, drinking the mind reading potion? Should probably uh, be you, hey, Nick. Nick. Yeah. The only argument I have against that is I already have a reasonable facility to okay. discern deception. How? Therefore, right. someone who isn't so good at it. Yeah. But also, I guess you'd want the skill behind it. Yeah. You'd want to be able is to there, discern. Yeah. Is there a metagame element to the mind reading that we can know about, or is you want to treat it as it comes? I, I'm not sure what you mean. Mechanics of it. It's it's the spell to take thoughts. Do you want to take a quick look? Sure, cool. All right. Uh, the other thing I was going to put forward is that we use uh, Nick Locke's uh, ability to be able to discern truth in the first instance, and in the event that we are unable, yes, yeah, then we probably. then we can deploy the mind reading potion as needed. Okay, oh, that's probably quite a good idea. I'm happy to take the mind reading potion then, if that's what we want to do. You just bear in mind it will last for all the interviews anyway. It, it, mm. it won't be like you'll need to have. Yeah, it'll last for a couple of hours. All right. Um, no other potions. Mm-hmm. During that time. No, not any <laughs> funny health potions? Yeah. Okay, so let's say we set it up like a good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Uh-huh. Or rather, hide our... I'll do it in character. Hide our hand. Right. I'm fairly good at interrogating. This will come across quite soon. You, however, with your easy manner, will appear to be more there as, say, muscle. Whereas you are actually able to detect their thoughts. I have been told that I'm quite intimidating. Yes. I know those children were very scared of you when you yelled at them. Yeah, that's right. Sounds <laughs> so, you right, you know? So I will refer to you as my strong arm, put them off guard, they will answer my questions, and meanwhile you can sift through their thoughts as they come up. Mm-hmm. You yep. should also be present there. We that's should all be present there, but that will make the focus. If you stand off, it lend your own ear for truths, half-truths, omissions, and the like. For the recording, you are talking to Lyle? Yes. Yeah, and Hurst. And Hurst Because he well. now has insight. You have insight as well. Yes. So, you know, so... And yes. Izzy, I guess if you're already just with any kind of magical confabulation in case this all goes <laughs> tits sideways. Is there any way tits of making it so that this conversation can't be heard outside of this room, Izzy? Because... Mm. I have a concern that we don't want to I know that we're trying to work out if they're good folk and all that but let's just assume they are we don't want anybody else knowing who they are because unfortunately some people are just ignorant that's true Uh, I don't that's not in my wheelhouse Wheelhouse. is there any favours we can call in Tom you can go downstairs to uh, three strings to see if he has a silence effect or anything like that? Yeah. Okay, so the shorthand... You think with his awful music, you'd have to. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So he will... Well, okay, so so silence... The problem problem with silence is Mm. that it is just that, silence. So you can't actually... Well, let's put it outside the room. What I I meant... What the, the desired effect is that people can't listen in. So even if it's not necessarily a spell, and in fact it is three strings playing off-tune loud music directly <laughs> outside of the room, Great. that yeah. has yeah. the same effect. Agreed. Okay, he will agree to do that. And so it will definitely throw them off guard. <laughs> so three strings will come upstairs. And Discordant we'll, strumming. And will essentially just be playing really loudly in the hallway outside mm-hmm. so as to uh, mask the sound of whatever goes on within. Excellent. Fantastic. You'll say 
he's practicing for his next set. Yeah, that's right. So he'll do that. He leans against the wall and just starts to, you know, play. And for a second, it's too good. And then he brings it down again. And we'll keep the other four out there while we interview the one. Mm-hmm. So they can't hear what we say to them. Exactly right. Thus yeah. keeping the question yeah. rounds yeah. fresh, yes. keeping them off guard. And the setup will be perhaps them sitting in front of us. I'll sit directly in front opposite. of them, mm-hmm. opposite, you to the side, you two off to the other side, and Izzy doing... We'll shark tank this thing. Yes, exactly. Oh my god, okay. yes. So, so you all go inside the room and you wait. Three strings opens the door for a split second to let you know that they're going to begin. Okay, so two things. First of all, I'm starting with Bonnie, and secondly, it's only three, inclu- okay. including her. Where are the what other happened? two? He just draws a line across his throat. Okay. Again targeted by the Xanathar Guild. That is our understanding, but it's just happened. We're looking into it. Why? Do we have do we have corpses? We think that the one that they did capture and torture to death may have told about the others. Their safety, if they deserve it, is now more paramount. Do we have any corpses at all? We have the corpses of the doppelgangers, yes. Alright, thank okay. you. That's what I need to know. Yeah. yeah. Sensible inquiry. Alright. I'm gonna recommend that one of us and I'm happy to put myself forward for this. I'm gonna recommend that one of us be in the room with the other changelings. Alright. Well three strings there as well. Three strings is playing outside in the hallway, but if we're keeping the other changelings in a okay. separate room. Okay. Is he? Is he? All right. Is he? Your talents are needed. Friendly here. person. Right. I think that uh, they'll keep them in mind. Be careful. Okay. Okay. And annoying. Be careful and annoying. Like, why annoying? To keep them off guard. I want them coming in as disorientated as possible. Oh, like like keep them oh. chatting, keep them distracted. Oh. Great. Okay, then. We'll have discordant music in one ear, discordant gnome in the other. All right, then. <laughs> That's right, you're thinking about whether to take offence with that. I don't know, keep thinking. Uh, okay, Izzy, so you go next door mm-hmm. with the only two that remain. Yep. So one is a handsome, young, dark-haired, tan-skinned fellow who is also a barmate, about a bartender downstairs. Yep. And he just sort of sits across, or you know, the persona he's taken is, is oh. that, and he's mm-hmm. just in a simple worker's clothes, and he sits there smiling at you from across the, uh, across the room, uh-huh. uh, sitting on the bed. Uh, while the other one looks like uh, an elf woman who uh-huh. is a chef, uh, so she's tall and looks like a moon elf. She has pale, pale skin, very sort of sharp features, and a, a slightly uh, pale blue, sky blue hair, uh, which is tied back in a, in a ponytail. And she's kind of pacing back and forward, looking a little bit nervous. And that's who you're stuck with. So okay. Bonnie comes in the room next door, in room five. So she she walks in, she looks sheepish, and she sits down and she folds her hands in front. Now, when of you her. say she looks sheepish. Hold on, just very quickly. We want uh, Hurst. Do you want, who's got the potion? Me. Okay, good. That's all I need to know. I have quaffed it. You have quaffed the potion. So, <laughs> Jess, detect thoughts. Surface thoughts are just free game, and you there's no saving throw required, but if you want to probe deeper, then mm-hmm. it's a wisdom saving throw. Definitely. Okay. Let's start with the surface thoughts to begin with, Okay. and then we will probe deeper. So, okay. She comes in looking sheepish. She does. Which I assume is yeah, figuratively rather than literally. Absolutely. She Abs- so she, she sits down. Uh, her first thoughts are she's concerned for her safety. That's mostly what's running through her mind. She's scared. Well, I don't think we need a mind-muting potion to tell. No, but it's nice to verify. If yeah. she were a murderer or if she had offed the other three, then perhaps there would be other thoughts on her mind. So Jez is kind of leaning up against the wall with her arms crossed, kind of with a, a bit of a, a toothpick in one yeah. side of her, her mouth, kind of looking grumpy. Playing the the best part, of course, is that Jez, from behind, you can do sign language and yeah. talk to your mm-hmm. companions. So nice. I won't reply, I'll just look for your information. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, if no one else is leading with a question, I'll go first. Please do. Bonnie, why don't you tell us how you came about, you and your friends, to decide that you wanted away from the Underdark and to live a life amongst Waterdeep? Okay, well, that's that's really easy. From where I came in the Underdark, there was a large, a large area, a settlement, that had uh, mind flayers ruling it. Ooh. One of them has come to the city, Waterdeep, Nihilor, and he now works for the Xanathar. So originally, well, let's just say that he had killed a lot of us. And so... Our, why? Well, I don't really know Seems why... Seems like he'd be useful. So the reason that he did was that he had designs to take over Waterdeep. And he wanted to do that by bringing a small army of doppelgangers who are all under his control, you see. Uh. And the best way to do that is with the Intellect Devourer, which kills you and replaces you with uh, that creature. Is that a little brain on legs? Yes, Mm -hmm. she nods. So he's a master of those things. Not all Mind Flayers are, he is. He's in the city now, he works for the Xanathar. So we originally came on, I guess, something of a revenge trip. But then we realized that we may be over our heads and we just decided that since we're out of the Underdark and the surface world was so lovely, we just like to make a home here. I will describe the Mind Flayer we saw. That's him. And 
Yeah. yeah. So, so we have a name for him then. Nihilor, you say. He's mm-hmm. Xanathar is second in command, or one of them. One of his main lieutenants. I... Also, I know it's, uh, they say it's just a rumor, but I'm almost certain that the Xanathar is a beholder, or at least he used to be. Mm-hmm. I we think suspected that already. We, it's a rumor. I think we... Yeah. Yeah, we suspect, I think out of game we may know that, but in game mm. it's just a... hasn't really come up. It's just, it's so you don't like to think about. So make an insight check. And mm-hmm. Jez, uh, are you going to probe deeper? Yes. It's the opposed intelligence check to know whether they yeah. are realized that they're being deeply probed. Yes, right. indeed. So please make an intelligence. Uh, Can we do it with advantage as I talk to them in the front, essentially? Oh, uh, no, it's a pure mental thing. Uh-huh. So, it, it would, I mean, you can use yeah. your inspiration okay. to it. Hang on, no, no. Uh, let me just jump back one step. So They are going to know regardless. They will know regardless. being probed. Oh, okay, right. The intelligence check is basically to see if they can shut down your thoughts, or your inquisition, rather, yeah, yeah. to end the spell. But they know that we're going to be... I mean, they know that it's an interrogation, essentially, so mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter yeah. about sure. the... the um, yeah, so the... Only, it is. So the only contested element so much is this wisdom saving throw. Okay, great. So I'm doing an intelligence check, though, is that correct? No. The only time the intelligence check comes up is if they try to contest your okay. ability with the spell. So and we'll try see to if she down. tries to... She does not try to contest. She, yeah. she lets you see I rolled 17 on my insight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And basically, what I'll do after we ask the pertinent questions, mm-hmm. like that. Do you like stories, Bonnie? <laughs> she says, oh, I sure do, yes. I'm going to ask you a few stories, and I'm going to ask you to pretend to be the person in the stories. Okay, she seems confused, but nods. Imagine, and basically what I will do is I'll basically run through a variation of the series of the trolley problems. A basically bunch of moral questions that ask, <laughs> okay. what would you do in this situation? And I'll keep adding <laughs> to it. So at yeah. first... Hey, so you what's know, the... Um, what's the a runaway dray. Yeah, there you go. A runaway dray, and she has the ability to, you know, change the horse's direction. That's and then awesome. yeah. there's people there, or one person. Oh. Then there's the person who, one of the people tied to the track is an innocent. Then it's someone who should have been maintaining the horses, and it's their fault that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Then another mm-hmm. time she diverts it versus people, but it hits someone who isn't involved in the problem at the first oh, place. Okay, you know, that cool. whole series of moral questions to see. I mean, she'll sort of rapid fire them at her. Nice. To I, get I, a sense of what kind of person, where she draws her moral lines. That's good. It? I like that uh, description so you can have advantage on your insight then um, basically to find out what sort of person she is yes um, because if absolutely. you ask the full mm-hmm. load you can yeah. get a fairly good idea of where someone's uh, easily categorized into nine groups well I got an 18 and a 19 so take your pick yes. I'll take 19 for a muscular total of 24 okay you are very sure that she uh, she is a good person and is telling the truth about everything and genuinely just wants to live her life okay. as a regular person in the city so I will then end by telling you you are not to speak to the other doppelgangers in fact, you can just go back downstairs and yeah, continue serving, almost, I almost. I was told to go back downstairs by three strings, assuming I was. And she sort of looks and frowns and says, "You know, allowed to leave." You are, but do not talk to the others as you pass. She nods, and with that, she says, "Thank you, thank you so much." And with that, she leaves, walks away. All right, the next one then. Same, next. same everything, I guess. Same questions. See how closely they align. Listening for the exact or, or the opposite, where it's the exact same story. So like, this is yeah. So this is the, this is the chef yeah. the, the, who looks like an elf, and she comes in she sits down she seems very nervous but uh, Nadia your surface thoughts are that she is uh, very confused and she's a bit upset about this whole thing she objects to the interview and the questioning she's a bit surly but she's a chef but yes Uh, inside please Um, so I I like your tactic of doing that so I'll I'll do the same thing that's a worse roll but I mean it's still still 12 perhaps I should re-roll this seems pretty critical I might use my inspiration to re-roll that yeah so 19 great stuff so you once again, you think she's telling the truth. She's 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 a she's a good person. She's just a bit grumpier. Like she she is she she out of pure fear really just wants to be an elven cook in this tavern mm-hmm. uh, and has no desire whatsoever to tangle with the, the Xanathar or anything. She's not as I don't know sweet and pleasant as Bonnie is, but she's certainly not a bad person. Okay, cook, I can understand. I'm a little curious about something. I'm gonna ask this you know, in character. Of course, you take any form that you like. Why an elf? So she shrugs and says, "I don't know. Elves have always look rather." Interesting to me. I picked one. I saw that there was elves that were cooks, dwarves that were cooks. They're taller. Might explain why I live for a long time. That's good. Why, why I don't age. Sensible. Indeed. Bonnie's going to need to change her persona in a few years or people will start to look at her funny. Think she's a vampire or something. Can't you change into the same form but a bit older? No. I like this one. I don't have to walk around limping, pretending I'm an old woman. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So the ins- does the probe reveal anything? Do you probe deeper on this one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So her, her, her deep thoughts are that she's a bit suspicious of the other one. The other fellow yeah, right. in the room, but apart from that, there's Lucky no. Lost. There's no. But that's on her mind. She wants to separate herself from him. Well, you would be if you were originally six, and then people keep getting bumped off, and they keep finding you. You would suspect a traitor. 
Potentially, but why not save Bonnie, for example? Why no Bonnie's a... Why not Bonnie? Why? why do you suspect any of your other companions? She says, I don't she, know. Wait, sorry, go ahead. Oh, because that wasn't over. Like, no, I assume you I assume you communicated to me, though. Uh, sure. Do you? I was going to wait until the end of it, but yeah, that's fine. I can do that. Okay. You don't have to. That's okay. All right. Are you suspicious of any of your other companions? She looks down and says, Oh, no, be honest. This is for posterity. Maybe Thois. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm suspicious of Thois. I don't like him. Why not Bonnie? I don't know. She's dumb, sweet. <laughs> Fair. I mean, that, that, that's a pretty good explanation. I mean, like, in her position, I would probably think the same thing. Could be a murderer. No idea. I have no further questions. I have one. Does Dern know? He does now. Three strings told him this morning. How did you take it? Mm, I mean, in oh. his typical oh. manner, he's... Someone who must have seen some serious stuff in his life because I swear a dragon could burst in through the wall of this tavern and he would just sigh belligerently before picking up his sword. Or offering it a drink. Possibly. That is good people. He is good people. That's why I'm very happy to work for him. I hope and I'm glad that he's given us a chance pending Harper approval. Mm-hmm. With that thing. Well, oh, it's okay. Yeah, I was about to say, once she leaves, it's like, I'm glad we didn't press any further. I have to eat here every now and then. It's good to have the cook on side. <laughs> this is very true. Make a good point. Voice walks in. Young, handsome, tan skin, fellow, black hair. Is he now, of course. You watch him finally leave. He gives you a, a little wink before he uh, walks outside. <laughs> and then walks inside to the room and sits down and says, Okay, let's, uh, let's get this over with, shall we? All right. Same series of questions to him again. Same series sure. of moral trolley problems. The uh-huh. rest of it. Um, same questions. Still have advantage then? Yes, yes absolutely. Absolutely. Nadia, are you probing for this one as well? Yes. Okay. Ooh, he. Mm. Ooh. Natural 20 and a 1. So yeah. I'm going to take the nat 20. So he. He's bad. <gasps> he is, in fact, as some doppelgangers are, evil. Very evil. Just like. And not, and not just that, but also very guilty for murdering the others and works for the, and you think works for the Xanathar right so Nadia probing deeply into his mind all you see is flashes of him talking to Nihilor and giving and giving up the others in exchange for his life to be a Xanathar spy alright presumably before we got up here we would have discussed what would happen if we found someone guilty yes. because we knew that this was a possibility so rewinding time just a little bit mm-hmm. what and was our flashback flashback <laughs> five days earlier <laughs> Interior of the tavern. <laughs> what, what is our plan for, uh, do we kill? Do we interrogate? We have to interrogate. Interrogate. But we have to disable first. I mean... I can stop them from well, moving while you guys properly disable them. The one person who knows this straight off the bat is going to be Jez, so this will probably be Jez's call. Well, out of game, there's two possibilities. One, we can just take them down and arrest them. The other is that we try to game this a little bit more and see, because um, there, there's potential for something to be going on here, because I know that there's possibility of connections with mind flayers and all that kind of thing yeah so we could try to find uh, you know right. find information out about the mind flayer from him I absolutely agree but I'm also thinking in the context of the immediate what is the thing that you do that's going to clue us into what you discovered Are yeah you... I'll just tell you well, I, with sign language. the idea is that I'm, I'm communicating all mm. of this as it happens yeah well I think my suggestion in character would be that we basically take him down absolutely and then interrogate afterwards first step is to non-lethally take him out. Okay. Because, I I mean, doppelgangers are dangerous. We don't know what abilities this particular fellow has. He may be a highly accomplished mage, for all we know. Um, So, a quick and sure is in character a quick and sure takedown before he has a chance to react before he even knows we're onto him mm. alright that vote I yep. want to vote uh, vote, <laughs> vote for non-lethally taking him down uh, if you, so that's everyone oh, yes yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then they'll do it alright then so in that case then he is tense so he won't be surprised. So no. we, we will roll. Well, he knows that there's a good chance that we are going to. Oh, he, him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so everyone, roll, everyone, roll initiative, please. Okay. Let's do it. As you all go to spring forward, and he he tenses and goes to. So pretty much, he's onto us at the moment that we close the door. Absolutely. Well, he has to know it was a possibility. I'm curious why he got into the room if that happened. Not much choice, I guess. I suppose with Izzy in the other room, there wasn't a lot well, that he could do otherwise. And turn all- downstairs at three strings. Hmm. Well, he, would he have known that they were both downs? Yeah. He might not have known that we had the, um, like, the, he probably wouldn't have known we had the mind reading potion, thought he could bluff his way through it. There's every chance. Yeah. And in some ways, may have just thought that we're a bunch of, like, low level criminals, mm-hmm. whereas he would have seen Durden kill the troll in one blow with his sword. I'd rather take my chances with. Anyway. And, wh- and yeah. it, it's worth noting that, d- that doppelgangers have the read thoughts ability to do it at will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it would have, but because you were always aware of it, necess- kind of, but beyond surface thoughts, it'd be very suspicious if you picked up on the fact. 
fact that he was trying to read your mind, so he probably didn't. I was going to say, mostly just actually because I was worried about, or Hurst would be worried about Jez reading his thoughts, Mm -hmm. because he's a private person. Sure. He would have been thinking in Orkish. Okay, good. Or Druidic, <laughs> but probably Orcish, because Orcish probably was his first language. Sure. It's a bit meta, but okay. Okay. I would no, have well, like, about no, badges. No, I, I will completely accept it. So, Sam, your initiative. Uh, yeah, 14. Maybe Hurst always thinks in Orcish. No, yeah. That's uh, 16. Why in straight lines. Nick. 15. And Ben. 6. What? <laughs> <laughs> Mark. 9. I feel like I'm always letting down the teacher when I roll bad initiative. <laughs> nice. You are. Thanks. I can tell you, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You are letting me down. <laughs> we're not mad, we're just disappointed. I'm also mad. <laughs> I actually said that this week I said I'm not angry I'm just disappointed also I'm angry <laughs> I wasn't really and they laughed it was pretty good so all of a sudden with a surge maybe he reads the just reads your surface thoughts or something a little bit or just gets a good sense of things he sees you go for weapons he's really yep. quick there. he's very very fast and sort of and appears to be of, of excellent reflexes and so mm-hmm. Stands up and is going to lash out at Lyle. Lucky, lucky Lyle. Well done. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is your armor class? Uh, my armor class is 14. Okay. Would you please, as he smashes into you, now you're not surprised, which is very good. Yeah, but. So he can't do the sneak attack. But but both of his slam attacks hit you. Ouch. Each of them Each of them deal eight damage. So that's 16 mm-hmm. damage all up? Correct, sir. I'm down. Okay, so the way this works is he reaches across the table and just smashes you in the side of the head with a big haymaker and then grabs your little halfling head by one of your mutton chops and smashes you into oh, the table. Oh, not the mutton chops! Smashes you into the table, tearing out a chunk. <laughs> What? Of, your, of your beard, of your of your sideburn, and and, and and clutches some of your fiery red locks in his right goddamn hand. hate crime. <laughs> no, he's gonna he's gonna transform into you. Shit. And At least if he turns into you, will know because you're missing your beard. And then and then just becomes an actual doppelganger, which is, by the way, just you know really long and stretched, like a, almost seven feet tall and gangly, with a sort of an alien like, like a naked slender man, like a naked oh slender man. Oh god, that makes just, it even worse. Who here doesn't have ranged weapons? Ranged weapons? Yeah, we do. All right, good. Nadia, just him and he down. So Jez's turn. Jez, what do you do? I do have ranged weapons. Uh, so, uh, how far away is he? I just want an so, idea. About fifteen feet. Okay, cool. So she's gonna stay away from him as much as humanly possible. Nobody's engaged. Yes, is anyone's engaged? Both, so. both Nick and Mark are five feet away from cool. him around the table. So. so, can I do a sneak attack? You sure can. Kind of whisk myself to the side and whip Under out my table. crossbow. Absolutely. Um, and aim and shoot. Ooh. So that'll definitely hit at twenty-four. You take careful aim. Your crossbow bolt strikes true. It soars across the room, dealing. 16 damage with... Oh, no, that's just my short sword. So it's just 16 damage for that one. Okay, the crossbow bolt soars across the room. He tries to duck, to duck out of the way, but it goes right through his forearm. The creature gives a silent thrashing of pain. No sound is emitted from its mouth. Mm. That is then going to be next turn. I will disengage okay. as my bonus action. Okay. I will then scurry backwards across the room, like almost backwards. I'll flip backwards over the chair I'm sitting in. Okay, sounds good. Which I was a nice big Chesterfieldy type thing. Perfect. And then beating a digni- dignified but hasty retreat to the maximum distance I can. Sure. I will then level Well, you, you, you can go either outside on the balcony or behind the bed. I'll go out on the balcony. Done. Yeah. And then sort of just round the corner and I will then I'll shoot at him. Okay. Right, since he is engaged. Um, he is. Now that doesn't give me advantage, does it? No. no. Like if, if, you're, if you're on the balcony, even if you're hiding around the corner, he knows you're there. You won't be able to hide. Oh, no, no, no. no I know. But you can definitely get the sneak attack. Though, sneak attack thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Having never played a rogue before, I'm trying to diff- I just try, still trying to remember what gives me advantage versus Sneak attack. Yep. No, that's all. That's all good. That's all good. Happy to clarify. Oh, that's not good. But that's a that's a seven to hit. No, that misses. Oh. Your crossbow bolt flies wide and thuds into the table in between you all. That is then Sam's turn. Oh shit. Okay, I have. You gotta get in the room. Do I? You no, know, Izzy. You, you would have come room. in with you have, him because he's the last he was, one. Because yeah. he was the last one. I'll say yeah. that you definitely have come in the door, and we'll just sure. say that you are standing next to the door, next to Jez. Okay, so the door will be closed. Yes. Can I lock it? Yeah. yeah yes, you can. You sure can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's your free lock us in here. That is your free interact with an object. Check. Yep. Okay. And then your action. Okay. I have a choice of things to do. I will. See, here's my problem. I have a lot of things that make things blow up. <laughs> this yep. is true. Yes. But I don't want to blow it up. No, Stay you don't. with his brain then. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> what you, if you I miss? So you have two things that's working in your favour, though, Sam. Yeah. Which bolt? Single target. Yeah. And ongoing, if you choose to be, choose to do it, which is nice. Oh yeah, another second, thing too. Yeah. So the second thing is that you have a new skill as your school of evocation. Yes. So basically, if you were to cast an evocation-based spell that had an area effect that called for us to say to make a save, yeah. we automatically make that save, and if it's half damage, we take no damage. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yes. So you could just blow up the room without hurting us. No, we probably but, don't want to do that for you know. Don't you know, we don't want to. We don't want to blow up the room. Still good though. Or if you think they have this without you expending any valuable magics, you mm. could just run up and do the assist action to give advantage to the next person to strike. Actually, them. you know, what? I might do that. <laughs> yeah. So you, so so Izzy, you run up and you just like get in his face, basically. Do you just kind of wave I, your arms around? Yeah, or just, or, just, or just like kind of wave my quarter stuff. In yeah, front of his face. I like that. You know, you just kind of wave it all all around in front of his face, giving advantage to the next person who is Mark. Okay, so I've got options. Hurst, yes, yes. Mm. Hurst has options. Hurst could cast Fairy Fire, which oh, would yeah. make him easier to hit and would also make him easy to identify if you tried to change shapes on us. That is a damn good that is idea. A good Actually, yeah. Thought. Alternatively, Hurst could cast Web. Mm. I prefer the Fairy Fire option, <laughs> but I, th- I feel like with the doppelganger and I've already missed, could be quite a uh, advantage on everything. Yes. All right. Now, remember, uh, what's the range on your um, Fairy Fire? Also, ben- 60 feet. <laughs> now, that's not single target. That's everyone in the area, correct? Oh, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 yeah. Uh, each object in a 20 foot cube. Yes. I know we're doing theater of the mind, so we're, we're, I'm being as flexible as possible with right, positioning. So the, so but I do I do think that it'd be very difficult to target just, the doppelganger yeah. without anybody else where, where, I, where, where I have a picture to mind. The short mind. of it is basically the doppelganger will get advantage on, at the very least, Jez, myself, if he decides to press the attack. No, Jez is going range. Is she going range? Yeah, she shot him with the crossbow. All right, but we're still saying. 20. He already has advantage on you. You're unconscious. Yeah. Well, not for nothing. He's going to get advantage on a whole bunch of other people who happen to be there as well so yeah okay well I can do moonbeam I can do heat metal but he's not carrying anything I could do thunder wave <laughs> no how badly do we want this finished nope I could save your life again paralysis go away I could save your I will save your life again he's killing you well I look I appreciate I appreciate any effort to save my life but not thunder wave in this room in this time in this place <laughs> I think you have three whole death saves. I Go think away. I, I reckon <laughs> aim a fairy fire, and if it gets one other person in the mix, so be it. That would be my. Um, I mean, I could just do web, it. then turn into a spider that is unimpeded by. <laughs> <laughs> also, the rest of you are fucked. Yeah. Well, no, because most of us are at distance, so there's truth in that. So where? only Lyle is fucked. Wait, well, uh, no, I am. I, oh, yeah, I am it. in range of him as well. Let's do it. So where? Yeah, let's go where. Let's go where. Okay, so you cast web. Sticky strands of webbing fluid all of a sudden erupt throughout the entire room, spanning from wall to wall. That's cool. Each of you are restrained, which means you can't move, but you're still free to, to, to act and so forth. <laughs> I just... So specifically, you cannot move. Your speed is zero. Attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage. Damn it. But if you're being attacked by something in the web, cancels out. Cancels out. Mm-hmm. You also have disadvantage on deck saving throws. Damn it. As, as, uh, as one would expect. It is a strength check CR12 to get out. Okay. Does that affect me since I'm out on the balcony? No, but it will affect everyone else in the room. There's something just... at least. Can I just have Izzy, like, with the quarterstaff, just gently tapping? Lyle, will you make a death save? Sure. Aww. A webby, a sticky death save. A sticky death save. Yeah. A sticky death right, save. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so, his turn again. He is going to. Who is next to him? Izzy. Izzy. Uh, I am and Izzy is. Yeah, Izzy looks smaller and more fragile. Okay. Oh, that's a critical hit. So. Oh, shit. Oh, dear. So, Izzy, turning to look at you, he leans, he reaches down to grab you with an elongated slender man-like limb picks you up and smashes you with a headbutt. You are going to take 16 oh, points of damage. I am not down. You're not down? You're I'm up. down. I'm down to one. Great. Ooh. And the second attack. Oh. We'll Guys, actually not like we didn't see this one coming. What is your armor class? Uh, armor class is 11. 11. Oh no, that hits. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so he headbutts you. Bam! All of a sudden, pulls you up again and just stares at you with these cold dark eyes. And then you think that this strange alien face does something like a wicked grin and then the last thing you see is its grey forehead encapsulating yours your nose is broken as he 
viciously headbutts you unconscious and then just drops you petulantly in the web. That is going to be Jez. I'm just going to try to do as much damage as possible. Yeah. So Perfect. again, she levels up the crossbow and shoots off another dart. Um, now, uh, I actually got the um, the dice type wrong last time, so I'll get this right. Ah. Uh, that's a natural 20, though. Woo! So you are going to re-roll mm-hmm. all dice, including okay. your sneak attack dice. So double dice. Correct. So 2d6. Sneak attack? No, sorry. So it's 4d6 and 2d8. Holy shit. Twenty-seven damage. So, taking a deep breath, taking very careful aim with two of your companions knocked unconscious and dying, you focus yourself, line up your crossbow bolt, let fly, and the crossbow bolt enters his brain and he falls down to the ground dead. Yes. Alright, I a will useful crit, uh, that was. drop web because it's a concentration spell, so I can just yeah. make it go away. Nice. I forget I forget that actually. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did just see that and I was like, aha. The web disappears. Lyle, what's happening with him? Well uh, healing word on Lyle. Thank you. So there we go. Okay. Alright, and then I'll use cure wounds on Izzy. Okay. To get her up as well. So, Want to give me a massage? Share the love. One's healing the other, and I will pass and give you a. Are you pat on the head? You can catch your breath. You can take a short rest, catch your breath, and spend a hit and spend a hit dice to heal yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't been hit. Okay, great. I will. I will. Okay, so you you just want some attention. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) I will come to you and I will say, "Good shot." Thank you. (laughs) Genuine compliments. Bam! All of a sudden, the door bursts open. The lock breaks, and three strings has just kind of whipped in you can see that he's actually unsheathed a hidden blade from nice. his loot oh, so he's, he, he has like a sword rather than a sword cane he has a sword loot and it's a it's a, a short very very uh, nice looking lightning crackling blade so oh, a magical so weapon cool. he bursts open and holds it forward and says what's going on we got a handle apparently although we wish we didn't have to oh okay he nods and says alright then well I, I, I assume uh, he didn't make the cut we uh, we found the bad apple let's just say that selling out yeah, it turns out he's uh, very much in league with uh, Nihiloth the mind flayer who, oh I don't even know who that is we've come across him once so um, yeah he's narrowly Nihiloth. avoided it's a mind flayer has an octopus for a head can't miss him I, kn- I know what a mind flayer is thank you but it makes the little brains that walk oh uh. Wait, there's someone or something in the city that is prolifically expanding the use of intellect devourers. Are you saying that it's this mind flare? Yes. Yes. We believe so. Sure. It's in league with... Probably. Um, it treated us as if it were a pet. What's the organisation it's in league with? Xanathar. Xanathar, yeah. Oh, I see. I, I thought the Zents perhaps, but it's the Xanathar guild. Imagine... Twenty doppelgangers that you control perfectly, and the ability to remove key people of interest. I see. What can you do with such an army? Well, pretty much anything. He he nods and says, "I understand completely. I thank you for your service." The other two, however, have passed muster. They have, but we have very much some concerns about their safety. They'll need to switch identities. He points at the corpse and says, Well, if this was the spy and the informant and the murderer, you say, mm-hmm. then we, they may have a stay of execution for now. That may be, but we don't know how much this doubleganger has informed Nihiloth of the other two's identities. They'll have to change for now. I'll inform them. You know what? We have a brand new staff. We could do with two new workers. <gasps> that yeah. is a very good mm. point. He says he, held, he holds a hand up and says, The Harpers would certainly trust you to give them a home, but I want you to be very careful about taking on this burden. It could be bringing trouble to you that you don't want. We've already, we've already got we're trouble. trouble yeah. He shrugs and says, "Very well, they're yours." We can have a new hey. chef and a new waitress. <gasps> she can help you tend the garden, albeit under a new face. I think that's perfect. Yes, yeah. that's just like, oh, provided, provided they have new face. Yeah. How and can a person change face? And of course, the Every... Harpers will have to provide us with significant tax breaks in order to, uh, you know, accommodate these workers. Your renown in our faction has increased. <laughs> Word is spreading. Well, the chef is actually very good, by the way. In case you're wondering, uh, also. So there's a dwarf asking for you downstairs when you have a moment. Uh, All right. We can discuss new identities with them later, but for now, just have them assume the guise of couriers, human couriers, and we'll send them to the... Send them to the Speak Freely Tavern. I will take them. I will have a, a long discussion with them about how we proceed, and then I will send them to your tavern when they're ready. New Maybe guys. Just uh, give them a heads up about our friendly bartender. Oh, of course. He, he says nodding. Uh, sorry, this dwarf is very insistent, though, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Right. Right. You all yeah. healed up then? Yeah. What fresh bullshit is this? <laughs> I think he was going in size order. Hey, look at that. Yeah, you are. Uh... What? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm proud of you. What? Because, you know, you got in there. You're not a, you're not a fighter. You're a spellcaster, but you got in there and yep. you did well. Fa- fa- thanks. <laughs> 
You took a couple oh. of hits that I'd rather not have taken. Oh, Jesus, yes. thank you. The twins making fun of everyone. I'm trying to be nice. Thank you. Jeez. Honest as dirt. Is he? Well, the difference between dirt and you two is dirt is useful. Oh, <sighs> see, nice was, though. It, it was very, it was very brave, and I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to see it. But you should never do that again. <laughs> yeah, probably but, don't do that again, is he? <laughs> You're so nice, though. You have cantrips. Smart. Well, I didn't want to blow up the room. I didn't no. want to cause property damage. You know, How like powerful. we usually do. In our inn, no property damage. Okay. Anywhere else, free game. Don't care. This is the no, but we have a good relationship with the yawning pool. No, don't wizards have? And that kind of ruins it when I Look, when I. Izzy's Izzy's magic is um. Oh, it's easy. Chaotic? Unstable? Okay. I just... I thought... Like a, disregard for the rules of society. I didn't cast Moonbeam. I didn't... I could have thorn whipped him. I could have poison sprayed it. You know, non-destructive magic. Are you having this conversation as you... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. As you walk downstairs. So who... The, 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 so the person that you see in the corner is Agatha Brightmantle, who is the, the dwarven paladin of the, the Temple of Various Faith. There was... The, the Temple whole, of Various Faith. The, the Holy Hands House. Thank it's you. a, a multi day oh, she was cool. Yeah. And so oh. she is a, you know, well, obviously being a dwarf, is a short, oh, stocky, she has red hair, she's got two, you know, Princess Leia buns <laughs> in her, with her red the hair. Germanic style, the Germanic style. The Germanic style. She's got pale skin with freckles and she has a, a, a large warhammer and a shield. Love and she, she sits there in her hand, in her hand, like out, ready, like ready, she's ready to go. <laughs> She, All right. What's she, well, she seems really like, nervous about being here, and she's getting some strange looks from people. Agatha, what's up? Okay, so she wanders over to to you, yeah, to you three, who she recognises and was no. Yes, I haven't met her before. So. No, no, no. no. So, hello. I'm so sorry to bother you, but I, I, I really need your help if you have a moment. I didn't know who else to come to. Well, of course, naturally uh, speaking, we are quite good at um, uh, helping. Naturally speaking, you said. No, that is what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, how how can we help? So, so you, 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 just lock of the lock twins. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Jess pulls out a knife. Who told you? Yeah. <laughs> Who's been speaking? Who's asking? After you were so useful in bringing the imp to me uh, at the temple, I realised that I've got a strong ally in you, even though you... And she looks around nervously, and like she's not sure how to phrase this. Don't always follow the law. Vile calumnies. She says, listen, listen. Um, She she leans forward and says, listen, I I hate to do this, but... I'm a paladin and I'm not allowed to lie or do anything dishonest or break the law in any way but the fact of the matter is I know where there is a fiend and it's passing itself off as not a fiend and I can't I can't oh, no. I can't legally get in there without breaking my code but the fact is I maybe I am using a bit of a shades of grey here in asking someone to be dishonest on my behalf but look if I choose between law and good I choose good if I get a fiend out of the way if I have to ask some people who are good folk she says pointing to all of you good folk but also have but also have no problems lying would, would you be willing to do that well as far as I'm concerned all you've done is honestly tell me that there is something amiss and I mean what I choose to do with that information well that's really on me you know what I'm saying she nods enthusiastically and says and listen I'm not I'm not good at telling if people are lying I mean I can sense evil so I saw this thing walk into the store but you go in there and the store owner is just sitting there looking at me grinning like an idiot and I know he's evil too but alright who who is he or they for manifesting as follow me I saw this fiend I don't know who it actually was but it looked like an old man went into the store and it's a cobbler I reckon the whole cobbler store is a front for something maybe this cult we've been looking into the devils you can know? I do an insight check on her too because she seems really worked up she is yes if we're um, just... I don't have any insight but I'll just yeah. give it a go I uh, rolled a 19 yeah so you, you think she's worried about something else Okay. You, think some, you think there's something not that she's lying obviously but you think yeah. that just by, there's something else on her mind there's some other level to this that I'm, she's not being forthcoming with I'm going to reach over and kind of put uh, my hand on you know one of her hands that's white knuckling gripping onto this you know one of her was it a mace or something that she has uh, a warhammer yes a warhammer and just say love is there anything else going on um and like you just see that she just she can't lie and she says I'm a little worried that he's gonna find me my protector he's he means well but I'm not supposed to be out of the temple alright alright bam as, as if on cue as soon as you say that all of a sudden the door Wild West style swings open and another paladin who looks to be paladin of helm so he has the the gauntleted mm-hmm. symbol the gauntleted hand is the symbol in his chest and he looks honestly if you look up paladin in the dictionary you would see this guy he's like tall broad shouldered 
curly golden hair, strong jaw, chin cleft. He looks across and he has a large great sword on his back and he wanders forward and says, Agatha, come with me now, right now. She says, no, I'm a paladin. I'm supposed to be out here smiting evil and I've got a lead on some evil. Come back, I'm not listening. I thank you, good folk, if you would kindly stay away. These are the people you've come to. Why are you associated with them? And he actually looks very pointedly at Hurst. Oh, ooh. You know, we're all friends here. We met once, doing some good, you know, goodly folk we are. Are orcs really friends with anyone? Well, I think that's a little bit racist. He's a half orc. Really, looks more five eighths. Orc. I feel like. Or was your great grandmother a human or something? I feel like. Hurst yeah, takes a very stable, calming breath uh-huh. and says, My father, an orc, is an arch druid and a member of the Emerald Enclave, and I have no doubt one of your allies, and you go! <laughs> Just, I don't care. Get out now before I do something we both regret. Okay, there's a tense moment. Everyone in the tavern around you is all kind of staring. Uh, roll an intimidate check. Well, I, I believe I have some... With good. advantage. I like it. Well done. Yeah, some sort of orcish... Oh, uh, five or 18, I think. <laughs> I think he takes the 18. And, oh, I have proficiency in intimidate. So even though my charisma is negative mm. one, it's a one. So it's a 19 overall. All right. So he looks at... He looks at you two in particular. He looks at the lock twins. And then, as, as though with recognition, and then looks at Agatha. And Agatha... They just it just kind of like puts a little chin up, and then he looks over the t- he looks over the bar, and and, and Dernan clears his throat as if to say, as <clears> "All right, well, you will be back in the temple by nightfall." She nods, or your father will hear of it. And with that, he just turns. He, he gives you one long, lingering look, and says, "Don't fall down any open sewers or anything." Yeah, you got a lot of teeth for a smart prick. <laughs> <laughs> with that, with, with that, he leaves. I guess says, "Oh, thank you." Agatha, can I ask you a question? Yes. How old are you? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm 57. That, is that like a teenager for, for a, for a dwarf? dwarf? It yeah, kind of okay. is. Aww. She says, listen, okay. I can explain, okay? So my father is a really important cleric. My mother was a paladin. My older sister was a paladin. And recently, during the War of the Dragon Queen, they died. But they died spectacularly. Uh, mm. f- fighting a dragon and saving a lot of us in the Underdark. They saved our town. Ever since then, my father, he's become really paranoid. He'll let me be a continue being a paladin. He's not going to argue with Torm, but I'm temple bound. I'm not allowed out, ever. Because, being paranoid as he is, he uses his clerical abilities to do divinations. And he says that, supposedly, he received a divination saying, I'm going to die before the end of Fleet Week, which is this week. And so he's got the whole paladins and clerics watching me in the temple, like a kept kitten. And, frankly, I don't care. If Tom wills me to die, then I, I hope it's doing something like my mother and sister did. I'm a paladin. I don't sit behind closed doors. I want to go out and do things. So if, if I'm to die fighting this devil that I found, great. I say, I say it's worth it. And she puts a hand on your shoulder and says, I know many orcs, not just half orcs, but orcs who are good. I can detect evil. You're not. Hurst is not saying anything right now. He's very much trying to not break a table. So, so look, will you help me? Will you investigate this thrice be damned shoe salesman and see if he's actually a devil? Um, Jez is going to go, Jez will say, yeah, of course, Agatha, we'll help you. You helped us, we'll do the same for you. Just give me a moment with my colleagues, if that's okay. Of course. No, I'm okay with the risk. If I'm to die, it's going to be doing something important. Right, no one's going to be dying. Just calm down. You, you, you young folk <laughs> are always looking to run into the face of danger and all that. She nods excitedly and just just walks outside. Um, She kind of takes Ruby aside and just goes, is this anything to do with that prophecy? You know, there was that thing. (laughs) Oh, she's our friend. Is she? Well, she is now. Look at her. She's adorable. She she came through for us in a very, very big way dealing with an imp. If she's not Did she? Yes. You were off doing God knows what. Uh, you, were doing, you were doing what? Uh, you are talking to horses. Uh, uh, it's true. It was me, first you of all. You were the perfect person who talks to horses. I was talking to some answer to that? horrible common person. Correct answer is that I am someone that looks like they talk to horses. Well, and I do. That was never in doubt. <laughs> and maybe out of game, Tom, yeah. do you remember the prophecy that we got from them? Well, you would remember. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Should we... Do we remember? No, I have no idea. Which is about Bounder's Day. uh, Nobody is who they seem, reveal themselves toward the end of autumn, hides its face for now, that kind of thing. I mean, look, that's all cryptic evil sounding bullshit. It could apply to this, sure. We could apply to the changelings. It could apply to the masked lords. Yeah. So I guess she's just kind of considering that and just says, listen, regardless of whether or not this impacts what we're doing, I feel like maybe we don't want a fiend fiending about our town. Fiending about? Because never get a fiend could be a devil or it could yeah. be a demon 
Uh, it's a class have, of stuff, isn't it? Yeah, exactly right. So this could, of course, be connected to this devil, this noble devil cult, or it could be completely separate. It's probably a little bit out of our general power level, potentially, as well. We might, might need to consider. Well, do you want to go with her or not? Yeah, we? no, we definitely do. Okay. It's more so a strategy on, right. on how or what we prepare. That's the thing. Out of game, I want to ask you this because it seems pretty clear. It's during the day, right? This thing is that our interrogation is taking place, and yeah. the implication is that we do not have the space of a long rest in order to... Uh, That's true. Mm-hmm. You have a short rest, nothing more. All right. So she's our friend. And who was that weapons-grade cock that came in after her? Not our friend. <laughs> Do we know him? <laughs> no. All right. Okay. I want to know. I want to get Somebody to know him a bit better. Table, Let's oh. throw him down oh. the hole. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Hurst oh. is so mad. Mm. Just one second. Uh, one, one thing that I forgot to mention, which could be pertinent, is that if you are spending hit dice to heal yourself, because if you are lavish... Home setup, you actually maximize those dice. Really? Oh, yes, yes. saying, man. So that's oh, one, of the, one of the benefits of having lo- a luxurious home. Cool. You're take- well rested and you're well fed and you know healthy. We will cut to you joining up with Agatha on the street. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she just sort of sits there looking at you excitedly like a puppy. She, right. she grins. <laughs> yep, we're in. So what we need you to do is show us where this thing is and then maybe stay out of the way. Yes. No, what the hell? No. All right. <laughs> like she, the poor thing she looks like she's really used to being told what to do yeah. I mean can you imagine how conservative a father an elderly dwarf cleric would be oh like I can't God. even I can't even begin with that but so so there's a little montage okay so it's midday yep. so the fog there's no fog despite it being spring but it is it is it is high wind it's very very windy and it is a warm day but it's also because of the wind a very very dry heat it's fresh you know so you can see the broad sheets go by you see a small a small plump child standing on a barrel uh, selling the broadsheets you know extra extra read all about it be a brewery barrel explosion balls up and you know all, all, all these other news of the day as you make your way to at where, you, where you're actually going to is not too far away from where you are it is in it is in the, it is in the north ward uh, your not not your neighbourhood, but in your ward at least. And there's a line of shops which are you know pretty rudimentary. They're pretty sort of you mm. know middle class stores. You can see there there is a blacksmith and there's a candle maker and so forth. And one of the stores that she immediately takes you towards is a shoe store. It's just it's just a cobbler. It's a shoe repair a shoe repair and purchase store. There is a very unassuming sign of a shoe, and she stands at the front <laughs> and says, "So I was just walking around and I saw this old man." Well, I thought it was an old man. He had like a, 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 a hood over him and such. And and just on a, on a hunch, I decided to to look for evil, you know, like to sense it. We can do that. And oh, he's a fiend. I don't I don't know what kind of fiend, but it was definitely a fiend. And he walked into the cobbler store, and and then I went in after him, and he was gone. And then the other man behind the counter, the cobbler himself, just grinned at me in a sleazy manner. I don't like him. I think he's lying, but I don't know what to do about it. Hmm. So um, I get a I get a description. Of like what this old man looks like, yep. and then I say to the group, "So should I? I don't know. Sneak in, scope it out." Uh, I have a question. Yes. How long has it been uh, since the interrogations? Uh, an hour or so. Yeah. So the mind reading potion is no longer in effect. Correct. That is correct. I'm Damn. sorry. Yes. But if we knew that, we could have run here. <laughs> No, well, so you 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 took some time. It would have, your your conversation with her plus your travel yeah. time is about uh, half an hour. I also, we're, yeah, we're not benefiting from hit dice if we do that. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Yeah. Well. Sorry, Izzy. Um, can I cast detect magic? Of course you can. Yes, absolutely. So you walk into the couple. So we all just go in. Or you all hand, or, or does Jez do you want to sneak in first? Yes. Okay. That was my suggestion. Give me a stealth check. So long as everybody's okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Why don't you sneak in and I'll go in openly? And sure. That's... Well, we probably first... do one before. The other yeah, we'll, we'll, the we'll, we'll see what you can get. All right, are we all going in, or is it just you? She's just, just sneaking. I can. Feel, right, I in can, which case, uh, Jez. Yep. So that's fourteen for stealth. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just going to say you can always take this as rent. But given that you're always going to be the scouting, mm. if I'm in proximity and can, uh, and if you're okay with it, consider consider Timora's blessing on you. I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that being a standard, you know, principle that applies. Uh, uh, it's an advantage, not. Um, oh, it's not the. I always sorry. I do get confused between the two. Okay, that's okay. That's fourteen. That's okay. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So you make your way inside. And you can see there is a tall, pale-skinned, dark-haired human gentleman behind the counter. Uh, he's got sort of sharp features. He he looks a little bit sleazy, but doesn't look evil or anything like that. He could be cast as the villain in a movie, perhaps, but he's not, you know, <laughs> sitting there like f- sharpening a dagger and, uh, you know, looking around furtively. He's repairing shoes. So, uh, so when you Bastard. wander on in, though... <laughs> 
<laughs> so you sneak so you sneak into the store and then you kind of sneak behind some shelves as you approach to observe and he says you might as well come out oops oh uh, you know uh, hey what's up he looks at you and says thievery that's your sin greed I think a few others but alright we'll go with that <laughs> definitely he grins and says listen if you want to steal something you can just know that I won't send the watch after you oh, oh that's nice I suppose doesn't really feel like stealing if I can get away with it though I didn't say you could get away with it I said I wouldn't send the watch after you oh right Ooh. I'm reading you right now so um and this is not the old man that's the fiend correct no, this is a young, a young guy, guy. He, he, he looks maybe early 30s yeah so so anybody else here with you you for now say I uh, got some information that uh, another bloke was in here a bit of an older bloke he's got some family members that are looking for him he raises an eyebrow and says no idea what you're talking about uh, feel free to call the watch if you doubt me no I don't necessarily need to speak with the watch either you know oh well Matt we have something in common so can you just like I don't know tell me <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, spill my evil plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have one, unfortunately, so no. Oh, okay. Um, and she's <laughs> actually just going to do an intimidation check. Go for it. After this kind of, like, weird banter. Absolutely. Now, he he, 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 he takes the shoe and just sort of wanders over. But he, he, he walks forward for a second, but then realizes that he's still holding the hammer mm-hmm. that he was using. But he just puts it on the counter so as not to seem overly threatening. Damn it. I'm spent to re-roll that one. Oh, it's a one. Wow, I'm rolling really badly. Uh, So 11 is the highest I got out of all of that. Okay, he smiles. So I'm just, so what I do is I kind of lean over intimidating, and she's not really that tall, really. (laughs) Um, And she just says, I've had enough game playing, so how about you tell me where that bloke is, and I won't set your shop on fire. He grins and says, all right, all right, all right. Uh, And he he walks over the door and says, I'll just make sure we're not disturbed. Slam. (laughs) Initiative. Hey, I'm assuming... Oh, Everyone else is outside. Please. But you, you're, you're right outside. Oh. The like you're there. Okay, real, real quick, let's double time this. Ooh. I goofed. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'll get everyone's initiative. Uh, blah, 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 blah. How um, do we know that you're in trouble? I when the door slams shut. Okay, Sam. Uh, yeah, sorry. Hey, you good. You're not <laughs> 19. So Nadia is 19. Yeah. Uh, ben. 14. Mark. Uh-huh. 4. <laughs> Nick. 16. And Sam. 19. Oh my, who wants to go first out of Nadia or Izzy? Have you got a particular opener you want to use? <laughs> I was going to blast down the door. Yes. <laughs> yes, That'll, do that. Yeah, yeah. That'll okay. do. That'll let the rest of us in. <laughs> That'll about do it. And I must say, I was going to say, we didn't really do this setup, but as soon as someone slams the door or something, or you, you guys get to right outside. We, that is a oh, sign for me that there one, is trouble. 100%. We're going to to hear it for God's sake. So, you, you heard the Since last... the door's open. You actually yeah. heard the last tail end of that conversation. Sam, go. Uh, magic missile on the door. You can only cast it on a creature. You actually really? Can't, yeah, oh, you, can't, wow. you can't cast like it on an object. But honestly, you a small... Put a beetle on the door, stand back, Oh, no, to, I don't to, want to hurt the beetle. Just, just so we're really clear, the yeah. door is just closed. If you want to just kick the door open, you can. Uh, or Ben? I don't know if you want to ready an action or something or skip to uh, oh, Nadia. Oh, yeah, um, actually. But that door gets open before I even have to move on my turn. Ooh. Great stuff. All right, so we'll say that, so Sam, you ready a spell? Yes, actually. What, yeah. what spell are you ready? Um, I would what, like... so, Something I learned about reading a spell is you actually cast the spell. Yeah. It's really... It's, kind of, it's, 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 it's more like a chambering. No, no, no. So you, you, you lose the slot whether, oh. you, whether you end up using it or not. And it only it, you can only ready it for that round, and if you don't use it because of the triggered condition, it's wasted. And also, oh. it's very obvious. Wow. So if you're casting, if you're readying fireball, you conjure like the flame in your hand. You sit there holding it, ready, wow. waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where people can actually make uh, knowledge, uh, intelligence, arcana checks to see what spell that it makes is sense. that's being wow. ready. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then if the triggered condition doesn't occur, it's, met. it's it actually just. Just, it's, it's actually wasted, yeah. So wow. you, you cast the spell, but then you just hold its energy. So what is it? Uh, yeah, magic the, missile. Magic missile. So your hand glows blue. So yes. I get to the door yes. yep. and just be ready so that you got line of sight. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, done. Yep. All right, uh, is Nadia next to them? Nadia, your turn. Jez. So Jez is going to pull out her short sword okay. and go, well, shit, and then just smash <laughs> at him. 18 to attack, to hit. Okay. Sorry, one moment. This is not sneak, <laughs> not stealth. So it's 18? Yes. Yes, you hit. Uh, and then it's 1d6, my normal damage, for 8, 8 regular damage, and then 2 poison damage. Now, your weapon is magical, is that mm-hmm. correct? Correct. You're using your, great, okay, so you, so you actually do, oh. Oh, does he have a... No, it's resistance anyway. 
Pardon oh, me. Like he has resistance to any weapon that is not silvered. Magic doesn't actually have anything to do with it. Interesting. Interesting. Gross. So, okay. So, you, which it's not, unfortunately. So, but you, so you, he takes half that damage. So the way this works is, as you lash out at him, all of a sudden the, dis, the disguise drops and you can see, in fact, that it is a huge, green-skinned, almost slightly orcish-looking creature with a huge black beard. It's a bearded devil. So this large, hulking, demonic-looking thing with a black beard and all of a sudden in its hand, manifests a glaive, like a big, long, bladed spearhead thing. That is then next turn. I will, bonus action, open the door. Yep. Or, no, no, I'll just use my free, free action, action to interact, interact with an ob- object. You, you can do that. I will just calmly walk in. I'll say your crossbow is out. Yeah, I have my crossbow out. Okay. Especially since I'm a criminal, I don't really care. That's, that's fine. Go um, so I'll just open the door, yes. which will trigger your thing yes. to go off. Yes, 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 yes. So first of all, that happens. Door, yep. door opens. Magic missile soars in through the door. What does your magic missile look like, Izzy? Mm. Very bright, I would imagine. Yes, very bright. It's like rainbow colored. I, yeah. <laughs> no, great, I love it. Okay. So, well, I hit. So just roll the roll the damage. Yeah, no worries. Casting it as a first level spell, so that's going to be three d four, which will hit for eight points. Nice. So the rainbow colored light shoot out and bam, 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 smash it in the face. It staggers back and gives out a nasty snarl. That is then its turn. Sorry. No. Oh, yes. Sorry, pardon me. That was was your rated action, Sam. Now, Nick, continue with your turn. Hello, I need a new pair of shoes made, but they have to be made by a demon or devil. I'm very particular about these things. Oh, there you are. (laughs) (laughs) What a coincidence. (laughs) Fantastic. She advertises on the front with the sign. I will make a uh, wisdom check versus his charisma deception, which is probably through the roof, to see whether or not I can... Actually, it's it's, it's not bad, but it's fine. Oh, well. He fails. Okay. I think. Roll higher than 12. In fact, I did not, but I've still got plus... Oh, overall. Yes. Yes, okay. No, I said higher than 12. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't roll higher than 12, my bonus takes it over. So, so I now have advantage on him. Good. This is my insightful fighting. Of course. Ah, uh, yes. You're Sherlock Holmes detection. So period. I just look for the weak points, essentially. Sounds good. Um, and that lasts until I choose to move it to a new target. I know, sort of, or a minute, which that's, I don't think... That's, uh, that's good. Well, it gives me sneak attack. Sorry, what it does is it gives me sneak attack, I sure. think. So... That's another force when I miss again. Okay. This is good. I managed to miss every shot I've made today. It is now the devil's turn. The devil is going to... The devil, you say. The devil <laughs> is going to... shreds. Uh, is going to uh, lash out and attack Jez. Still 14 armor class, Jez? Still 14 armor class, Tom. Okay. Well... <laughs> Should have spent that 40 gold. I'm rethinking so. it now that we've been paid more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he leans its, his head back and spikes actually lash out. Like the, like the beard itself with spikes tries to stab you in the face. Like he juts, essentially juts his chin forward to impale you with his beard, which has got spikes uh, in the actual fur as well. Then he swings around and brings the glaive over his head and tries to bring it down to cut you in half. And actually, seven points of damage as the glaive hits you. No, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage? The glaive the glaive hits you, but the beard misses. The way this works is, while you're still staggering backwards, there's a sweeping low cut. You do manage to block, but you're also pushed backwards into one of the shelves. That isn't going to be Ben's turn. All right. First, my actual action. First of all, do I have line of sight on both the Cobbler and Chez. Yes. Sweet. Alright, so first action is going to be casting Guiding Bolt. Okay. Which is range spell attack, which is going to be... I've got advantage from before that I haven't used, so I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was consistent. Nine isn't going to hit that. That is, that is true. All right. For my bonus action, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Jess, adding plus two to your AC. Thank oh. you. So that you are surrounded by holy white light. That is then Mark's turn. Speaking of holy white light, uh, Hurst is in the mood to hurt something. Uh, he casts Moonbeam. Oh, my. Uh, so a silvery beam of pale light shines, shines down in a five-foot uh, radius. 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range which is 120 feet so I'm guessing this is doable well within range is that a spell attack or a saving throw uh, creature enters the first time or in a turn or starts its turn in there mm-hmm. uh, it's engulfed in ghostly flames and that cause you're in pain must make a con saving throw okay but in, in its turn so we'll, we'll get to that soon Same. Um, um, wait, wait real quick I can move it but this might not be relevant now uh, this may have been relevant earlier oh sure okay. uh, but a shape changer makes it saving throw with disadvantage if it fails it instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light technically this is not a shape changer I figured it, it's got a yeah. it's a disguise or an alter self thing but going on but 
as as it turns out, that might be quite relevant in this campaign. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Izzy. Right. So, yeah, this is probably going to have to... I'm going to have to do something a little bit heavier. All right. Witch Bolt. Great. Uh, 15. That hits. Yes. Soundly. Excellent. All right. So, let me clear that. So, it's going to be 1d12. So that's seven points. Great. So lightning strikes across and hits this thing. It does seem it to... Is sustained. It is sustained. Right. Fantastic. So it, it, it once again seems to be crackling through its body. It sort of winces in pain. Awesome. Nick? I will use my cutting action to hide behind the frame of the door. Okay. And then I will pop out and shoot, but from a different angle. Sounds good. Do it. Again, getting advantage, which is really what I should have done last time because I already had a sneak attack. This is true. So hiding behind the door frame and your companions, you will make a stealth check. Yes, quick stealth check. Ooh, that's what I wish I'd roll for my, like, 24. Yeah, you are you are stealth, so make your attack And roll. so I basically attack out at different angles. Yeah, you, uh, you, you pop out and take fire. Let's see if I can actually roll this time. Does 15 hit? Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, that's good. 19 damage. Wow, that quite hurts it, actually. There's, the crossbow bolt shoots across and... Sticks right in its chest. It gives a howl of pain and sits there gnashing its teeth at you in rage. Now I should note that I'm not stealth now. I'm had to, because of my misordering. I have to do that at the start of the turn rather than the end. Gotcha. So I will be in vision if it wants to go for me. That is fine. Okay. So in its turn, starts off by it starts its turn in the moonbeam. Ah uh, yes. So it must make a con saving throw. It fails. It fails. Okay. It takes two d10 radiant damage. What? You know what? I bet it loves. Yeah, I was going to say Tom has a feel about radiant damage. <laughs> you know what? It's not a. Uh, it's not a fan. That's so strange. Mm. Mm. Uh, Christ almighty, are you kidding me? Fuck. Do you have inspiration? Okay. Yeah, well, I've got inspiration, but it does four radiant damage. Okay. Uh, so, you deal four radiant damage. The moonlight's sort of shining above its head. It doesn't like it, though. It doesn't like it one little bit. So, it is going to lash out. So, it misses twice. It once again still goes for Jez. Uh, its beard surges towards you. The, ten- the spiky tendrils reaching for you, but you nimbly evade their grasp. Then the glaive does a big sweeping chop over its head. You sidestep deftly, and it crashes into the floorboards on the ground. That is then going to be Benson. All right. We're going to try for Guarding Bolt again. Mm-hmm. I believe it's pronounced Jarding Bolt. Wow. <laughs> uh, I regret nothing. I regret everything. You <laughs> but you have so much to regret. <laughs> All right. But you're right. Hurst regrets not punching that fucking pallet. <laughs> Precisely. Is he in under anything that's conveying advantage to me, or is it a straight roll? It is a straight roll. Uh, 13? Yes. That's exactly his armor class. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. Beard Devils don't have the best armor class. All right, that is 15 radiant damage. Oh, my. That is almost killed it. So this bolt of holy light shoots over its shoulder, strikes it in the chest. Who wants to roll for Agatha, who's going to ignore your requests and charge in at this point? <laughs> uh, she does. She's doing so with advantage. Oh, wow. So who wants to roll for Agatha with advantage? Is, how is she getting through the door frame would be my question. Does she bowl me over? No, you can move through, friend. friend oh, that's right. Yeah. It, but ones if I don't want her to. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's a good point. But you, you distinctly said you were hiding behind the door. No, yeah. Might I also add that the door may, oh, may or may not be taken up by literal electricity? Well, no, it, it's the electricity is on him. So oh, right. You're right, so I'm, I'm out constantly... to the side. So yeah, she can run right past me. Okay. Mm. So, charges forward and... Reaction to trip. <laughs> Yeah, let's make it prone. That'll go well. <sighs> All right, it'll be better than her charging face first into the devil. That's true. Okay, here we go. So acrobatics, I guess. So you attack of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, okay, you can. Okay, you you can just hold a hand out and say no type thing if you, yeah. if, you, if you want to. Okay, yeah, I will. I'll just be like stop. Okay, persuasion. Yes. So she no no, no it's, it's very like so she 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 runs out and she your hand plants on her armored chest and she just kind of looks up at you and sort of just grimaces and says fine but if things go pear shaped I'm jumping in I don't care what you say who's next that is then going to be should be my mark hey Tom yes let's talk about the glaive this thing's holding yes (laughs) would you say it is a and I quote manufactured metal object yes oh cool 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 (laughs) the whole thing made of iron really iron you say yes I do alright well I'm going to heat it up okay great so what does it do saving throw no just any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when I cast the spell. Ah, uh, now you would know the most devils are immune to fire. Immune. Ah, yes, okay. immune. Well, in that case. Just being a druid and cleric, it's, yeah. it's common knowledge enough. I, 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 like, I assumed that it, there's a chance that it would be resistant to it. I forgot it was actually an immunity. That's all good. Uh, next uh, uh, well, well, choice then? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say next turn. I was like, hang on. In which case, is it directly, it's 
directly and get... I could probably drop a fairy fire so specifically that it doesn't get jizz. Actually, yes, you can. It's uh, towards Sep- the back se- of the shop. Because yeah, it's, it, it, it's separate enough you can do it. It's at the front wall. So it makes a reflex saving throw and fails. It is now in, 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 it is now encased in glowing purple fiery light. And has it moved? It hasn't moved, no. Okay, so I don't need to move my moon. No, it'll start its turn in there and get burned. <laughs> is it? I roll another d12. Okay. It is a 10 points of, elect- uh, of uh, lightning damage. That is amazing. This thing is so freaking hurt. The lightning, co- <laughs> the lightning courses through its body, even with its resistance. It is still not looking very well at all. Jez. So again, she is going to slash out with her short sword. You have advantage. Advantage. The devil is surrounded in purple fire, giving you advantage. Uh, and unnatural. Well, 20. also guarding bolt. And also guarding bolt. Yeah. So that is uh, eight damage plus three poison damage. Okay, describe how you kill it. So, she says, you just could have told me what I wanted to know. And then she just swipes across in an upward angle with her short sword and his head kind of in slow motion tumbles to the ground. That's perfect. So the head rolls to the ground and then the head for a split second just turns to look at you and it says, I'm a devil. That's, uh... And then... Yeah, poof. It disappears into black flame and it's gone. Agatha takes a big sigh of relief and just holds her hammer up in the air and says, Yes! Kree! Kree! Look at us! Thank you so much! Yes. Well done, Agatha. Yeah. No, thank you. Ah, oh, listen. Where did where do you actually live? Oh, well, oh we my. we've got Troll Scowl Manor. Speak Otherwise known as the Speak Freely now. Oh, hey, okay. Listen, if I ever managed to sneak out of the temple again, I'll come pay you a visit. <laughs> uh, one second. I am going to provide everybody is okay with this. Give her a potion of invisibility. Nice. And just say. Next time you want to come, maybe visit us at the pub. She says, it's not really lying. It's, uh, it, in fact, it's looking to keep myself safe. That's right? exactly right. Enemies can't see me if I'm invisible. That's right. Uh-huh. And if arrogant, self-righteous, holier-than-all paladins can't see me either, <laughs> then... It's just a side effect, That's you know? just a side effect. Yeah. Magic and Mistra is indiscriminate. And she gives a wink. And with that, she runs away. And with that, we end our session today. Thank you so much. That was super fun and seen. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.